Hey peeps, welcome back to a special continuation of our previous episode. We talked so much we had to split it up. So if you haven't listened to the previous, go ahead and check that out. If you're all caught up, then you may proceed. We're back at it, fellas. So who wants to go next? I don't care. What's the next? Why don't you go? Why don't you do yours now? All right. This so, is going to be John's masterpiece. One of my favorite games is Clue. I like solving mysteries. So I found a website. It's called 5-Minute Mysteries, or 5MinuteMystery.com. And uh, I feel like I'm going to read you guys a mystery. I actually haven't done this. I'm actually going to have you guys pick it. I've only done one to see how, how this worked. Are you done yet with your topic? Jesus, <laughs> All right. Man, so that was my topic, guys. All right. Now on to the next. No. So I'm going to have you guys pick it based on some of these... Um, I'm on the main page. I can go to like the mystery archives if you guys want as well. But I feel like let's solve a mystery or two tonight. So okay. you and you you listeners can also play along. Uh, let us know if you picked up on any of the clues that we didn't, and uh, let us know in the comments. So you guys want to start? Let's do it. Yeah, All right. Yes. So yeah, I was gonna hook it up to a monitor, but I totally forgot. I, I didn't realize I was Mr. Gene. In, um, in so the, the most popular, the the. Five most popular here are called Who Shot Mom, The Arsonist Attack, Murder in the Old House, The Stolen Cupcake, and The Cornfield Caper. Did you want to do any of those? Obviously, Murder in the Old House. Murder in the Old yeah. House. The Stolen fun. Cupcake only has a 23% solve. What? We rating. definitely don't want to do that. <laughs> I like the, the Old House. Yeah, the Old House, that is a 47. House. Yeah. So about it's 50. It's a coin flip. 50. 50. All right. Do I don't know if you guys be, want to get like a notepad. I was or something gonna say, to, do we need to be taking to write notes? stuff? I can always repeat it. I was like I said, I can probably still hook it up here if we like pause for a second. Do you want me to put it up on here as well? Or now nah, we're good. No, okay. good. All right. So attempt <laughs> this mystery. So notes. the average. Okay. Apparently, I clicked on it and it went up. Somebody must have done it by the time I was sitting on this page. But it's got a fifty-four percent solve rate. All right. So Easier. We have a good know. shot, I guess. Uh, the average time somebody did this was six minutes and five seconds. But I feel like we'll be discussing and make that go a little longer. So I'm gonna go ahead and hit attempt. You guys ready for murder in the old house? Murder in the old house. All right. Here we go. Is this timed? It is actually, but okay. it, we can go as long as we want. Oh uh, yeah, that's we're already what, twelve I, seconds into it. That's what I told her. <laughs> what the fuck did you say? <laughs> anyway. Todd Jensen recently inherited the old Jensen family home. He and his wife, Anne, were busy with the repairs and remodeling. It was a wonderful inheritance as the home was built in 1910 and was surprisingly modern in design. So, it was on a bitterly cold and dark winter day that Todd sat across from his beloved cousin, Charlene, who had come in for a visit. Todd took a seat after pouring steaming mugs of hot chocolate. He began to relate a the story he had promised her. He did not tell her there would be a challenge as well. Dot, 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 dot. <sighs> Todd took his first sip of hot cocoa and said, Thanks for coming. There are some things you need to know. Todd and Charlene were more than cousins. They had been best friends in... Con- <laughs> I saw that look. Uh, now you threw me off. Todd and Charlene were more than cousins. They had been best friends and confidants for 30 years. Since they were both toddlers in diapers, Charlene replied, No problem, Todd. What's on your mind? Todd took a deep breath. Well, Anne. Well, Anne and I found an old letter. It was pasted on the wall behind the wallpaper in the formal dining room and was signed by Mildred Jensen and dated May 25th, 1925. 
He claims her husband, Earl, was murdered by their son, Edward. Charlene exclaimed, almost choking on the sip of hot chocolate. That's our great uncle. <laughs> Who wrote this? Tom Fowler, you're funny. Yeah, I know, replied Todd dryly, and said that Edward was murdered in one of the upstairs rooms. Thoughtfully, Charlene answered, there are four bedrooms plus a bathroom upstairs. Which room was it? Pausing for a moment, she asked, are you going to tell the police? What about the rest of the family? Slowly, Todd answered, this happened almost 84 years ago. Everyone in this generation is long past. I believe it would be best to let sleeping dogs lie. Charlene understood perfectly. She nodded her head and asked, why tell me then? Well, you know that I share everything with you. Besides, he grinned, I have a challenge for you. And that would be, she asked. I will tell you the rest of the story and you tell me what room great-grandfather was murdered in. So apparently we're finding out which room he was murdered in, okay? You guys remember how many rooms were upstairs? Four plus a bath. Four plus a bath, correct. All right. He and Charlene played mystery games as a child, and now they had an opportunity to analyze the real Jensen family murder mystery. To begin, Todd began relating his tale. According to great-grandmother's letter, Edward killed Earl in a fit of rage. It was about 10 p.m. on a spring evening. He was found slumped over in a chair with a knife mark in his neck. Why did he kill his own father, she asked. Mildred indicated that Edward was what they called in those days a no account. He was a cocksure 20-year-old who spent too much money and had a violent temper. The letter also says he had gotten a younger woman pregnant out of wedlock. That was a serious taboo back then, so serious that it could, and often did, ruin entire families' reputations. Anyway, Earl and Edward argued about this, and a disagreement so severe that Earl lost his life because of it. May I see the letter, she asked. After you solved the mystery, Todd grinned. They sipped their hot cocoa and began to talk. Charlene returned to her cousin's smile and said, Okay, great-grandfather was murdered, and it was a cover-up, and nobody except Mildred knew of it until you and Anne found the letter remodeling the dining room. Says, as far as I know, that is correct. Was he murdered in the same room he was found? Yes. So he was murdered in the same room that he was found. All right. What about the other family members, she asked. Mildred wrote that Anita was terrified. Anita. That's another character we got here. Anita was terrified and locked herself in her room when the argument began. Where was Mildred? Todd was pleased that his cousin was warning, was warming to her test. She was downstairs and very frightened, but close to the stairs. Charlene said, tell me about the upstairs bath. One of the nicest of its day, Todd said. As you know, it was large and even contained a small chair and reading table as it had state-of-the-art plumbing and was one of the first to have a shower head. The mint-colored tile and enamel was very rare as well back then. Harry, Edward, were they there? Harry was not in the house that night. He was estranged from the family in the 20s. I know this because dad and mom used to speak of it. One night he had a moving truck come and take everything from his room. Harry's room was empty for a number of years. As far as Edward goes, it was he was home that night. Mildred did not say where he was when the murder took place. Charlene considered what she had heard for several minutes while Todd awaited her next question. Finally, she asked, a violent stabbing would have generated a lot of blood. Did any of the upstairs rooms have carpeting? Yes, answered Todd. Edward and Anita's room had carpet in it. In fact, new carpet had been installed in those rooms shortly before the killing. Mildred and Earl and Anne and I are now were doing some remodeling. 
The house was 15 years old in 1925 and was due for a bit of a facelift. Remember, when we were kids, as late as 1983, the original carpets were still in both Edward and Anita's rooms. They were over 55 years old. What about the master bedroom, she asked. The master bedroom was, for the predominant family such as ours, was fairly spartan. Within the master bedroom, there was twin beds, an armoire, a chest of drawers, and a very small vanity and stool for great-grandmother. No carpeting. And if I recall, they never had throw rugs to keep their feet warm in the wintertime. Charlene and Todd sat in silence for it seemed like a long time. Both finished their second cup of hot chocolate. Finally, Todd asked, in which room was great-grandfather murdered? So now we have to solve this. <laughs> can I take a guess? I mean, we can discuss. I don't know the answer until we pick one. It wasn't a bedroom. Yeah, it's the bathroom. You guys think it's the bathroom? Mm -hmm. What makes you think it's the bathroom? Because, so you got one room. You got Anita's one room, Edward one room, the empty room, which was Harry's room, and the master bathroom. They didn't say anything about blood being on the carpet, so you know it's not Anita's room or Edward's room. The other two rooms are Harry's room and the master bedroom. Which and Harry's is, room was empty. And Harry's room's empty, so the you know it wasn't has just the green tiles. So. Yeah, so it's either the master bedroom or the bathroom. Thoughts? Other two? Jeremy looks confused. <laughs> I mean, I was trying to like write as many notes as I possibly could down, but my hand, I can't write fast. So the bathroom was big enough <laughs> for a stabbing. Yep. Had I feel like all the rooms are big enough for a stabbing. That had so like, and chairs. And so we have five rooms to choose from here, obviously. Yep. For those, just to sum up here, we have the bathroom, the bedroom of daughter Anita, the bedroom of the oldest son, Harry, the bedroom of the youngest son, Edward, and then the master bedroom of Earl and Mildred. Earl dead. I'm saying the bathroom. That's my input. I think it could be, but I would assume there might have been a lock in use in the bed or in the bathroom. Yeah. What was he doing what? in the bathroom? I don't know. You yeah. said Anita and Edward's bedroom had new carpet in it. Uh, let me double check here. I knew I should have highlighted this. The room had the carpet. Edward, they had the the same carpet from Edward and Anita's room had carpet. The original carpet. In fact, new carpet had been installed in those rooms shortly before the killing. So they had new carpet before the killing, and then for 55 years, it wasn't changed. So they didn't. Ha they had newer carpet before the killing. So if there was a killing, it would have been in the same stuff. But So it wouldn't be like in that room that since this, it's not in the... is missing a detail that would help us. Possibly. Tom Fowler, you son of a bitch. We just know he's stabbed in the neck. And we don't know where he is what at side of the neck <laughs> makes me think of we just watched it when uh, Henry's oh, dad yeah. got stabbed yeah. right in the neck. Well, and we know the note was hit in the dining room wall in 1925. Yeah, what an odd place to put that note too. By the way, what I don't see how that would affect tell us. your answer. Yeah. Yeah, well, why would anything. Edward kill someone in his own room? That's if somebody entered his room, but wow, and leave him in his room. Yeah, yeah, probably not. Mildred was downstairs, so I don't think it wasn't Mildred. No. Yeah, so it well, it doesn't even say who killed him, right? Well, but it says you guys. Edward killed him. <laughs> it says Edward killed Earl. Yeah, did I? Yeah, yeah Edward I killed had. Earl because he got he knocked up some chick. Yeah, because he was an adulterer, stabbed in the and neck, murdered in the same yeah, room yeah, as yeah. Todd. Earl and Edward argued about and it. Yeah, Todd like, and Charlene, yeah, yeah, who are cousins, are more than. Cousins. Well, those are the two people that are. Yeah, when, yeah that's what turned me off. It was. A, I should have like you're, you can highlight certain sentences in this one. I'm gonna say the bathroom. It's an easy place to clean up. Are we gonna? Yeah. So should I choose the bathroom? Do we all in agreement? It is the bathroom. 
What do you at home think? Oh, wait, you can't answer this right now. Because if there's no other telling features. Stop it. What? Yawning. Oh, sorry. <laughs> he is in a room in which he can clean himself and not, well, I guess we already know it's him. Bathroom. Because of the note. We didn't know. All right. You all say the, the bathroom. bathroom. Let's see what we got here. Nope. It was in his car. <laughs> all right. I'm going to click here to read the full solution. Oh, my God. It's like 10 minutes long. Charlene looked at the empty cupboard and began to speak. The murder was not in Anita's room. She was locked in for the duration of the argument and the killing. It was not done in Harry's room either. An empty room would contain no chair for Earl to be found slumped over in. The same goes for the master bedroom. It contained a stool for great-grandmother, but no chair. Edward's room would still have bloody carpet on the floor from 1983 to 1925. No matter how hard you would try to clean it up, it would not keep it for over half a century. So it had to be the bathroom. Where was the chair was a bit. Yeah, we solved it basically. Good Yet, job. Good job. Yesterday, I hired a man to paper the dining room. I told him we wanted to paste this letter <laughs> on the wall and paper over it. So that answers why it was in the dining room, I guess, as a time capsule for future generations. He thought it was a nice idea and enthusiastically agreed to do. Who the fuck would agree to do that? That was fucking <laughs> stupid. One thing Dude, I don't get. We didn't know. Is yeah, the they started off with piping hot, hot chocolate and he takes a sip. I know, that's fucking ridiculous. We uh, did that in 11 minutes and 9 seconds. and um, We would have been done in 4 if you fuckers would have just listened to me. <laughs> I mean, fair. It was but we got it right, much. okay? That's that's all that matters is we got it right. And I feel fine. like I was writing down you details. Wrote, you that- wrote down far too much information. <laughs> Same here. Like, if you look at my notes, it's just like, bedroom. <laughs> That's what I did, Affair, too. prego. Prego. <laughs> but it's prego. just like, I, I feel like I was expecting it to be, like, more intricate. So oh. I was, like, writing yeah, down, like, fair. details. Like, he was five foot two. And right. Oh. Like, they had, I think they had those details so you just, like, Throw you off concentrate on those. And they aren't that important. The dates were important, though, because, like you said, you wouldn't change. You, if you had blood on your carpet, you wouldn't. You would definitely change it. You wouldn't keep right. it for 55 years or whatever it was. Unless you're into that. I mean, yeah. Maybe. Do you guys want to try one that has a terrible success rate to solve real quick? Let's give it a shot. Let's do one more. Sure. All right. So the two that are on my screen right now have a 22% and a 23%. One is the stolen cupcake and one is school trip. I like I like cupcakes. <laughs> yeah. You want to do the cupcakes? Let's okay. everybody have their own answer. Well, I'll give our own answer and see who's correct. Shit. No, because I'm right going to be – I suck at these things. This has a solve rate of 22%. And uh, it it. doesn't have a good average. Um, Let's read the synopsis real quick to see if you guys want to continue with this one. Leslie loved being a stay-at-home mom. Contrary to popular belief, she was never bored and always busy. Not only did she have her own two precious angels to look after, three-year-old Angelica and six-year-old Caden, she also took care of her two neighborhood brothers, Ross and Tony Price, age five and seven. Having younger children in the house will always come with surprises. Sounds like an age thing we got. How is come spelled? Hold on. (laughs) Two kids, three and... Angelica's three and what? Six. All right, let's go. I'm going to attempt it. So, Leslie ate the cupcake. That was the first sentence of it. So, I think while I'm on it, I'm going to highlight this. I'm just going to write random words that don't even That's fine. make sense that come out of your mouth. <laughs> Boogers. <laughs> on this beautiful summer day, Leslie had baking on the brain after shooting the. I'm done with this oh one already. <laughs> I'm oh, done. I thought that said shooting. It says after shooing the kids out into the backyard to play, <laughs> she had got to work. An hour and a half later, she was p- 
pleased with her final results, an apple pie, a batch of ginger snap cookies, and a dozen double chocolate cupcakes. The kids seemed to be enjoying their time out in the sunshine as Leslie watched them through the window of the kitchen door. She bundled up the pie and cookies and was just about to put the cupcakes away when she heard loud crying from the backyard. Leaving the cupcakes on the kitchen counter, she rushed out the kitchen door and she saw that little Ross had gotten stung by a bee right on the bottom of his foot. Scooping him up, she brought the other kids through the kitchen, directing them to go to the playroom. Taking Ross to the upstairs bathroom, she tended to his foot and tried to get them to settle down. Three-year-old Angelica, six-year-old Caden, and Ross, he, he's the neighbor kid. So Ross and Tony Price, that's five and seven. Hi. Hi. So yeah, four children in the house. Okay. Tony, Ross's big brother, came up with them. But eventually, Leslie told him to go join the other kids downstairs. Poor Tony just wanted to help. But his worried questions and nerviness wasn't helping Ross calm down. In time, Ross' tears dried, but he still wouldn't put pressure on his foot. Leslie carried him down the stairs and sat him on the big comfy chair in the playroom. Tony immediately rushed to his side, asked how he felt, and tried giving him hugs and kisses in an attempt to make him feel better. Leslie decided she should go upstairs and call Mrs. Price and let her know what happened. After the short phone call, Leslie checked on the kids in the playroom, then went back to the kitchen to finish up. As she went and put the cupcakes away, she realized one was missing, 11 instead of 12. She smiled and shook her head. She knew that leaving her freshly baked cupcakes out in the open was a temptation for each kid because they enjoyed her double chocolate cupcakes. However, all the kids knew the rules. They were not allowed to take any food without getting permission. Now she had to figure out who the culprit was and take the appropriate action. She quickly surveyed the kitchen. Nothing looked to be out of the ordinary except for one of her large oak kitchen chairs. Leslie had pushed all the chairs in after they were done with lunch, but this one looked like it had been pulled back out again. So we have an oak kitchen chair. That makes me think right away, though, one of the younger kids being smaller. Or, yeah, Tony is smart since he's the older one. Maybe. Maybe. I like our trains of thought so far. Okay, let me continue this here. Heading back to the playroom, she sat down on the couch beside Ross and observed the kids. Ross had gotten a hold of a teddy bear and looked like he was starting to fall asleep, obviously oblivious to the story that Tony was trying to read to him. Caden was noisily playing with superhero action figures. Angelica was busy preparing to pre- a pretend meal on the stove in her toy kitchen. There were no obvious signs that one of the kids had eaten the cupcake. No chocolate fingers or dirty mouths. Leslie had to assume that the cupcake had been hidden, as none of the kids were particularly neat eaters at this stage in their lives. Angelica was genuinely a happy child. She was mama's girl and loved helping Leslie in the kitchen and with chores. Right now, Leslie was working on teaching her the value of patience, which was proving to be a challenge. Ross was a small, quiet boy, but got along well with others. He absolutely loved sweets but was a picky either otherwise. Tony played the ever-protective big brother role, oftentimes questioning the decisions Leslie made. However, Mrs. Price had talked to Leslie about the struggles they were having, teaching him not to take things that didn't belong to him. So we're already kind of suspecting Tony, and that information kind of, you know, but could that be a red herring? I feel like it is. I feel like it kind of could be too. All right, Caden was the leader of the little group. He was a good-natured, but he was often bossy with his peers, tending to try to want things his own way. Leslie was constantly re- reminding him to put others first. Having Ross and Tony around certainly gave him the opportunity to practice. After a few moments spent in deep thought, she had a solution. Everyone come here and sit by me. 
We have something important to talk about, Leslie patted the couch beside her and all the children came and sat nether. We all know that I have been baking this afternoon. I made some double chocolate cupcakes, but now one is missing. Someone took it when I wasn't looking, and we all know that is against the rules. Does anyone know what happened? Four sets of eyes looked back at each other as they all shook their heads from side to side. So there was one little actor in the midst. Well, I don't know who did it. She turned toward the culprit and said, but what I want to know is where you've hidden the cupcake. This is kind of hard. I think it's. I feel like the uh, success rate is based on the lack of information. I think. I think Lonnie and I both kind of figured it out. Yeah. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. I think it's. It's Caden. Caden, because he's hyper sugar. Yeah, he's the only one of the group who seems to be more elevated hyperness out of the group. So he's the bossy one. I don't think. I think he. Well, hyper sugar means means he ate it, but it's hidden, so he didn't take it. Hidden in the belly. Well, I think Angelica did it. Because I mean, because of Rugrats. Yes. <laughs> well, we can we can say Ross had no opportunity to take it. Right. Angelica so is out. really used to working at the the counter, so maybe even using the oak chair. She has helped her mom many times, and Ross and Tony have been pretty much with each other. Right. She sent him downstairs, and then when Ross, I feel sorry, like when he went downstairs, he could have like he could have swiped the cupcake and then kind of hit it. He could have nobody, you know, I don't know. But he immediately went to go tend back to his brother. I think his brother was more important the entire time. I don't think the cupcake was on his mind. Uh, Angelica was by a kitchen set, which has many places to hide something. I agree. Whereas Caden only had a single action figure, which. Well, multiple action figures. That's figures. Or figures, whatever. I I say Angelica. (laughs) We're both going with Caden over here. Caden. So I think we're all ruling Ross out, right? Like yeah. he's stung by bees upstairs. He's like, been monitored he's the, the whole time. That did it. <laughs> yeah, I know he's probably hiding it in his stuffed animal. Yeah. And Ross is five years old. If he might, he might need a chair, but he also needs both feet. Mom he's... has dementia. Shit. <laughs> Mom ain't the good. It's the dog, right? It doesn't say that. Dog. It's That's... the mother price. <laughs> I feel like with the with the success rate being twenty two percent, like I or whatever it was, I. I feel like the obvious answer isn't the answer or the obvious answer is the answer and people are overthinking it mm-hmm. like I am right now. <laughs> right. So you guys say Caden, right? So we'll say Caden. You both do? I think the fuck Because he's it. a little bossy shithead? We don't agree how his name is spelled, but we agree <laughs> on that. What, how did you spell it? Because I think I it's spelled, spelled it wrong. A K. I spell it with C. C A E D O N is how they spell it on. Oh this. wow! No, I, <laughs> I know. I was like, "What the fuck?" My, I know why. My friend has a son named Caden, and I spelled it like that with K A D E N. Yeah. Same. So I've, everyone spelled it differently because of the spelling. He's guilty. Yeah. Right. <laughs> if you rearrange Caden, it spells little prick. Does it say uh, that it's hidden, or like can somebody? Uh, well, there's no. There's no. It says that there are messy eaters, and there's no evidence that somebody ate it. Yes. Also, Angelica. So I do like what he's saying. There are more opportunities for him to, although, yeah. Angelica's also been having challenges. What was it? Not just with the chores, but with something else. What was it? PMS. No, she's she's a happy child. Mama's girl loved helping in the kitchen. I feel like if she's helping in the kitchen, she gets muffins all the time. A mama's girl can probably act her way. I might uh, I might be swayed by Justin when he said about how Angelica helps her mom a lot, so she would. Here's have a, a chair. here's a, a sentence here that kind of incriminates Angelica here. 
Right now, Leslie is working on teaching her the value of patience. Mm-hmm. But it's having challenges. Yes, but it was proving to be a challenge. Yeah. So I'm sticking with Caden. If you guys want to go Angelica, go Angelica. I'm gonna. I'm sticking to my I guns. Feel, I feel like we're fifty-fifty in this. I room. think I'm gonna. I think I'm sticking with Caden. I think I'm going with my gut. I think he fucking ate it. Well, I gotta choose one. And he's sugar, <laughs> to see if I get it right. Sugar high. I'm gonna choose. I'm gonna pick Angelica and see what happens. Hmm. Um, it's loading the solution. <laughs> Angelica is incorrect. Caden oh. <laughs> Wide Eyes turned into a scowl. How do you know it was me? It could have been anyone, Mom. Not fair. Caden, here's how I know it was you. First, your little sister is too small to reach the kitchen counter, and she isn't strong enough to move the kitchen chairs. She couldn't have taken the cupcake because she couldn't reach it. Ross was with me most of the time. Even when I went upstairs to make the phone call, he still didn't want to walk on his sore foot. So he, I mean, we all ruled Ross out right away. So, I mean, this one's pretty obvious. Tony was worried sick about Ross and sat down by his side as soon as I brought Ross back to his playroom. He was in the same spot when I returned from the phone call. I think he was too busy worrying for Ross to think about the cupcake. That leaves you, young man. Why did you break the rules? Caden scowled and was like, you spelled my name wrong. No. (laughs) Well, we never got to finish playing outside because of Ross got stung by that dumb bee. And I was going to win. I know I was. When I was... Then I saw the cupcakes. I decided I deserved a prize because I would have won. So it was Caden, apparently. What a dumbass. What a fucking dick. Good job to uh, Jeremy and Lonnie. Although it wasn't that he was hyper. (laughs) No, it was because he's a dick. I kind of wondered about that, too, because it was an oak chair. Yeah, that's heavy. heavy. That is heavy. I didn't even think about that. backtracking now, Justin. I w- uh, well, I mean, it's yeah, 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 you know, hindsight, is, hindsight is 2020, obviously, yeah. but well, when so. that was one of the first clues was oak chair. Yeah. So like, that's heavy. Yeah. But if she's used to doing work, I would assume maybe, but I don't know. Yeah. Well, yeah. That was kind of fun. Well, yeah. More, more of those over. Yeah. Time. Well, I, I'll, I saved the uh, website here and this will be something uh, we can re- revisit, <laughs> especially if the users like it as well, or viewers, listeners, whatever the fuck they are. Users. Users, listeners, lookers, drug seers. users. Yep. Use us for rehab. Is there a drug user one? There is so many of these. So like I said, we can do as many of these. They're unlimited. I want a naughty one. But since oh. Jeremy's topic went four hours, we'll only do the two today. So. All right. Let us know if you guys solved the mystery. That was because, like a week ago. Yeah. <laughs> the mystery of the cookie. Anyway, that was 5-Minute Mystery. If you guys want to do any of yourself, 5MinuteMystery.com. Five is the number five, by the way. I'll edit all that out. That way can we be all ours. Yeah, fine. Fuck <laughs> it. I don't give a care. You have to wait. Noise. Noise. Yeah. They'll be like, I solved it in 10 seconds. Well, yeah, you knew the fucking story, dickhead. <laughs> anyway, moving on. That podcast do anything for you? Well, that's not all. Stay tuned next week for the continuation of this episode or whenever these things come out. Later.